0: welcome to the mega man's podcast with your host steven martinez aka mega man this is episode 241 i have a very very special guest we're doing it at a secret location in long beach because we don't want slick Vic and Rizzle to know <laughs> my guest for today is the man himself photographer renee rodriguez jr what's up baby
1: What 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 what's going on, people? How you guys doing today, man? How's it?
0: it. How's everything, man? Man,
1: it's good, man. I appreciate you having me on the show. Thank you, shit. I know,
0: I know. Someone was crying, but we don't want to mention him. (laughs) (laughs) So how? Um, so how was like? uh, How was it like being a photographer? Like you just go like to go to different areas and stuff.
1: You know, at, at the end of the day, when I first started this, I was doing. I've been doing it for years. I'm not just some regular photographer that's coming on the scene. I've been doing this for a long time. Mm -hmm. I started going sociably in the last two to maybe three years uh, during the the beginning of the pandemic. And then, you know, I was bored. I was really bored out of my mind, man. So I was roaming around the streets, catching flicks. You know, people would call me up like, yo, man, what are you doing? How you doing? Hey, I'm, you know, I'm I'm outside your pad. Just show up outside in the front yard and I'll take some pics. What? So I was doing kind of these crazy pandemic pics. Gotcha. And then, you know, the boulevard was cracking. Um Yeah, a boulevard, boulevard was cracking, you know. Um, so I jumped, went out in East LA every now and then. You know, people wearing their masks, you know, everybody's outside. People didn't care, really. And I rode with it, man. I just kept taking pictures, and I kept taking pictures, and I was having, I was having fun with it at the end of the day. I was uh, having a good time.
0: Yeah, how was those times, like, looking back from COVID times, it was like a lot of uh, people's businesses just shut down and everything, and they haven't they haven't got back and there's some people who kind of redeem themselves and try to look for other options to make money, you know? Yeah, yeah. most definitely. I
1: mean, you know, everybody was everybody was scrambling trying to figure out things. Thank God, because of the business that I'm in, I generally have a, a, uh, a nice little cushion sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I was still working with the oil refineries. Oh, wow. Um, as a safety, you know, I, I was I was known as the health environmental safety manager. Uh, that's my, my day-to-day 9 to 5 Normal uh-huh. um, And I pretty much Was cool You know I got offered work But I I rolled with it man I, I was working up Until the, the Towards June When the pandemic First started And I kind of just Hey, you know they let go a lot of people, and I stayed home. So I said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna stay home too." And I did kind of what everybody else did. I just got lazy and just fuck work, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, if you're getting a free check, I mean, free check from the money, and you know, it's like it's cool, but it's like, to "This point, man, I gotta figure out something," you know, because yeah, like, money's, I wasn't, that, money's not gonna last long.
1: I wasn't, I wasn't collecting an appointment like a lot of people were. I actually had, like I said, I had a nice little cushion. Uh-huh. Um, I had a nice contract prior to all this. Before I was living in Wyoming, Cheyenne, Wyoming. Wow. Um, and they paid me pretty good. I was getting paid. The pavilion wages for here from Los Angeles out there, along with a daily per diem. The company I was working for, shout out to ASCO. You know, you guys did me right, so I ain't mad. You know, you fired me, but hey, I collected a lot of fatia. Um <laughs> You know, so they, the cushion was there, man. So I had a good time. I had a real good time.
0: Wow. So looking back uh, from all this and now you're doing, how does it feel like well, being a photographer, going out to clubs and bars and you just meet all celebrities, it's like you, you knew a lot of these people back then?
1: So, yeah, you know, for the most part, I know some of these people, not a lot. Um, I, I know quite a few f- big people. I don't name names because, number yeah, yeah, one, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to write their coattails, you know. Gotcha. I've always been that. I'm not a follower. I'm a leader. Mm-hmm. So I, this is how it started. I'll be honest with you. I got the opportunity to meet um, Ojitos Bonitos and Four Queen out on 15th Street. You know, um, Dangerous was having one of his uh, 15th Street cruises. I met them out there. Photo Rebel was, was taking some pictures of them, and she had them walking around. I, they stopped kind of like right in front of me, and I said, "Hey, can I take my Can I take some pictures?" I was given permission, um, so I grabbed my camera and I took some pics. They really liked the style of angles I hit. You know, mm-hmm. I'm all about angles. Yeah. Before you wouldn't see people like trying to capture from the ground upwards, or if they were, you know, they weren't doing it. In, in, in a sense, kind of like the way I was doing it. Mm-hmm. And I strived myself to be different from everyone else. And I'm not knocking anybody's style. Yeah, yeah, You know, far, far fetched from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I enjoy angles. I enjoy something that you don't see normally in a photograph. And I would take that shot and they liked it. So I kind of kept in contact with 714 Queen more. And she pretty much gave me an opportunity one day and we did some shots. She happened to have some clothing. That was uh, a part of Victoria's Vida's clothing line, which is Slick Vic's clothing line. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, yeah, my friend gave me these these, uh, these clothes. I want to get some shots in them. Are you down? I'm like, yeah, whatever you want. Let's do this. And this is like the second time I shot her. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know, let's make it happen. So at this point, we're doing the shoot. And she's like, oh, yeah, he just hit me up. We're going to meet up and this and that. And I'm like, well, fuck. All right, cool. Yeah, you know what? We're going to be at the uh, de Brewery. Because at the time-
0: Oh yeah, the ring on Pico Rivera. Uh, yeah, yeah. In
1: Pico Rivera. I was living in Pico Rivera at the time um, for my previous marriage. And uh, we were having a big old you know party. So I told her, tell him to come on down, shoot through. So he shot through and I don't know what it was. I'm not going to lie to you. This dude just kind of like, it just snapped. And we kind of like, oh, what's up? You know, we started clowning and he, he kind of was like reserved at first. We took the party from the, bar, the brewery to my pad, which was like not that far away and um dude i don't know what it was we just kept going and kept moving you know oh yeah let's do this let's do that i guess when i shot the pictures of 714 queen and him he loved them so he kept hitting me up yeah bro let's do this let's do that And i'm like yeah i'm down let's do it so next thing you know it's kind of just traveled everywhere he would take me to spots and i'd be like, oh snap where we at and, like, you know i'm all dressed up like you know you know Pendleton, brim some Levi's And it's like man You know like, <laughs> Fucking am, am, am I allowed to be here like this You know like Yo bro Like What's going on oh, Like you know the vera Like What's cracking Like is it okay And he's like Yeah man Yeah you're right You're right You're good You're good We're walking in Fucking these Red carpet events Oh shit And you know You got big star Big name Like the first time I rolled with him We met uh, Humberto Luna Oh okay And it was like Dude like we're walking in if you know Humberto Luna from, oh, you know is. From back in the day Man this guy is a Huge huge You know Radio star legend Um it was crazy. We're meeting him, and I go, hey, can we get a picture with you? And he's like, yeah. So here I am, you know, on my pants in my brand. Vic's in, a like, a uh, Ben Davis, Dickie-style shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, all cholo out también, you know. And, and he looked at both of us. He looked at us the head of toe, and he's like, saben que ustedes se asustan. And I'm like, no, don't. You know, Vic's like, don't say that. Like, it's fucked up. Like, but it was funny. Like, we. this is just me and Vic. So ever since then, man, I kind of just roll with him. Like, he tells me, hey, I'm going to go here. You want to roll? I'm like, let's go. Let's go And I've been blessed I've been blessed And it's it's funny how it just rolled You know One person after another Like he took me on the podcast um, I showed up just to take pictures Behind the scenes They threw me on the podcast And you know With J.R. and the crew And it was like Wow Like okay like Are you serious They're like, gonna put me on the call like, yeah 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 Wow So I'm like you know I, I've been I've been a lucky motherfucker But i am also been a blessed guy You know At the it's been pretty cool. I can't. I can't knock it, man. So
0: I, I'm grateful and I'm thankful. So. It's awesome when you take pictures and when people be like, "Who, who, who, who took that picture?" and and they see the tag and like, "Oh shit, it's, it's fucking Renee." I remember when I first met you. At the time, I was they had that mural with Commitment Soldier and Halsey and all, and you took the picture of me and Ash, and I was like, "Oh hell yeah, man, that's what's up." And I saw, and I was like, "Wow, you really captured that moment." And that's what I like because I, there's like certain photographers, there's some that I know and there's some that I see like Ralph Fuff from East Lost and you got Estevan and uh, Guap, you know, uh, Productions and you and, and there's other photographers in Long Beach here and there. And I was like, everyone has their kind of like photographer what they do and stuff like that. I mean, wh- wh- who is your inspiration? You know, in, in all honesty, I mean, when I first
1: came out the scene, I would, I would roam around and I would see uh, Alvarado portraits roaming around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to see him do what he did on a daily basis, the kind of cameras that he used, I was like, oh, that's pretty dope. You know, here I am, like, with my regular just Nikon D5600, you know. I shot everything wide-angled, number one. Or fisheye. I mm-hmm. love the fisheye. Yeah. So, you know, growing up, it was like, you saw photographers do their thing, like mm-hmm. Esteban Oriel, you know, I, I saw from when I was younger, I, I remember that guy, you know, on the scene, always taking pics, stuff yeah. like that. So, just capturing that, and then watching a lot of the old graffiti artists um, take pics of their work, caught me like, oh, okay, this is what I want to do, and I really didn't study as much as people think I did. I started off first with film, then I started, you know, I went to, to digital, I, I, a lot of it has to do, too, when, when um, I was in the service, so I would take pictures prior to all that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can't talk about what we talked, what we I did, know. you know, there, mm-hmm. but I would do that a lot. So that's kind of like where I would come from. And my background was just being able to capture things that really were supposed to be captured. Mm-hmm. So when you look at my style, when it's colored, you'll see vibrance. You see colors. Not normal colors That people probably gonna Like make shine Stand the hell out mm-hmm. I do that because That's that old graffiti in me You know that's that old oh, graffiti artist
0: Gotcha
1: I'm a, you know I'm I'm, I'm An old ass Give me fucking some spray paint Some markers Whatever All like you'll catch a, me Mobbing the spot You know like, like OG shit OG shit Just like catching up A wreck You know that's what it was And mm-hmm. I take that from there man and, and, and I get that And I I wanna create that piece of art Because You know I've always been that artist You know I wrote poetry Um I, I looked into to, to different styles of, of artwork, like, you know, creating you know, airbrush, murals, uh, spray can art, you know, just regular brush art, stuff like that. I never found my niche in that. I couldn't just produce as much, and I was always like, eh, eh, you know, it's not me. It's boring. Nah, eh, fuck that. I'm
0: cool. Yeah, because I remember when um, there was a, a documentary, and I know Tony H. <laughs> Shout out to Tony the Wizard of in Radio. He, to, uh, he was at the rhodium and he was like behind me in another booth was Mr. Cartoon spray painting. And like all this airbrushing and all that stuff. I was like, oh shit. Well, that's how he started and look where he's at now doing tattoos yeah. and all that stuff. You so know?
1: so when I started picking up that camera more and more and taking pictures, I found my niche. I mm-hmm. found what what excited me. I found what I was honestly pretty good at. My editing was really for shit, to be honest with you. Yeah. People were like, oh, like, nah, nah, nah. I don't like that. Can you do this? Can you do that? And, then I started realizing why am I trying to content everybody? Why am I trying to make other people happy? I get it; they want to capture certain things, but I'm not that photographer. I would tell everybody, when they'll tell me, "Hey, can you, uh, you know, my daughter's gonna have a quinceanera, or this?" I'm like, "Nah, you know, I'm sorry, I'm not that photographer. That's not who I am. I will capture your daughter in a dress at a park, sitting down, you know, with some like dope-ass colors in the background or the view of the sun, or you know, will there be nighttime, the moon and some stars or something? But it wasn't. Like, uh, um, I couldn't do regular photography. You want me to do regular photography? I could probably get lucky here and there. But, nah, I, I'm I'm more of a, I love to say it's just a, a freelance
0: artist style of, of photography. You so, know? in a way, it's like when, when you're a photographer, like, go to events, like, okay, hey, say cheese, whatever. Like, no, you want to see where it's, like, they're talking, they're having a conversation, and bam, like, there. And you look back on the, oh, that's a good one. Exactly. You know?
1: It was it was like it was like the um to live and die in LA.
0: Yes.
1: Let's let's talk about that. You know, I, I was I was blessed to be a part of that event. I missed that event. I'm going next year. <laughs> hey, it's gonna be it's gonna be big next year, I'm telling you. I already know <laughs> who's gonna be. I think Brevi's <laughs> gonna be over there. Oh uh, that'd be dope. That'd be hell hella dope. Uh, um, you know, I, I I don't know the insights of that. I just know that I wanna be a part of it and I told Frankie, uh, you know, Los Angeles Deathstones, I'm I'm in it, man. Like I wanna be a part of that again next year. I, I had a great time this year. You call me everywhere. I mean if you ask anybody Hey, where I was put? I wasn't at my booth. I had, had my own booth, trying to sell my own pictures. I wasn't me. I don't feel myself like I'm excited when people tell me, "Hey, can I buy that from you?" And I'm thankful and I'm blessed. Like, oh, thank you, I appreciate that. But I'm am I'm, I'm gonna be real about this, and I guess sometimes people don't really get it or, or understand it. I'm that photographer that I will do it for the love of the arte. And wow. if I give something away, it's because I'm, I'm looking at it from a sense of like, man, I want you to have this. And if it's going to bring a smile to you, by all means, that's payment enough for me. Don't get me wrong. I get it. You know, you've got to be able to fucking survive. Yeah. And, and and sometimes I feel like everybody hits me. Like, Yo, bro, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? You know, I, I do it because that's how much I love what I do. I I enjoy taking pictures. If I can do it full time and make a living off of it, hell yeah, I do it. Yeah. But I know that I'm not going to get paid. You know, giving shit away. I know that. So it it turns into one of these things, man. It's like, I don't know. When you do this, when you do your podcast, what do you do it for? I do it because I love it. Because you do it for the love of what you're doing, right? I'm very passionate. There you go. That's the same way I am with photography. I know that a lot of people say that, you know, but if they truly mean it, they're not worried about the dollar. Yes, you spend a lot of money on these cameras. Yes, you spend a lot of money on the time, the effort, traveling back and forth. I mean... I ain't got no little ass fucking gas. Hell no. Economy gas, cuz you know I got a big ass fucking
0: truck. I spent a hundred bucks today,
1: <laughs> dude. That's that's like half of my tank right there. You know? Are you serious? Well, I mean it's a big old tank, so you know thirty gallon tank. So. I mean, how
0: is it like, man? It's like, man, I gotta make money because gas prices. I just, I just feel like <laughs> it's like six bucks a gallon. I was like, what the fuck? And Now the summer's gonna be about ten bucks a gallon. I'm like, fuck, man, it makes it more hard to like. To get out there and get people Because there's a lot of good people I want to get But they live way out far Like in Santa Clarita Like, like with Valencia And all that stuff
1: You know, years and years ago um, People would always tell me Like, bro, you have an eye for this You have an eye for that And I just blame Whatever, whatever Now that I see it And I get it from a higher note When it comes, I say higher note Like, you got these These professional photographers Because a lot of them Have been doing this sociably For years I mm-hmm. I mean you know, talking with Street lands I got to talk with, um, you know, Los Angeles Devstones, Beachy Joel, Shooter Rick, um, man, I got to talk to Suitcase Joe, Cindy Escarga, you know, uh, Paolo, Paolo, uh, I'm bad with names, so I apologize, I didn't mean to mess up your name if I did, you know, when you see these cats telling you your work's dope, man, your work is pretty good, and, and I was blessed to listen to them and talk to them, and they were like, man, you know, you keep doing what you're doing, bro. You're, you're there. You know? I got the chance to shoot the shit with Esteban Oriel. You know? So I'm at To Live and in LA, prior to us, the actual event, the day before, setting up. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling him how I think he's a dope ass artist, man. And I just, just seeing him and being, that he's approachable and talkable. Mm-hmm. And I know he probably hears a thousand times a day, like, you know, like, how you do this or how you do that. I didn't ask him that. I just asked him, man, you know, your fucking work is awesome. And I showed him a little bit of my work and he straight out said it, man. He's like, you know what? He, he goes, you're there. You got a good eye. At the night, at the night, at the at the night of the event when it was all over, you know, I had a lot of items left over because, of course, I sold some things, but not a lot. But I wasn't complaining about it. I was blessed just to be there to network and talk to people. I felt more like a fan, to be honest with you. I was like, dude, I was on. I would be too. I was all over the place. Um, I took one of my poster boards that I had of the, of the city of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. No, it was the Los, It was the, the mural of Los Angeles uh, that's right there from that was done by WAI. Mm-hmm. on um on meyer street and i i grabbed it and i walked over because i know Stefan was still there and i was like, kind of waited for everybody to you know disappear from where he was at and he's putting stuff away i walked up to him like Steven, you know I, I want you to have this man and, you know i fucking i really love your work man i appreciate he had signed my book that i had bought oh, wow. from him he had signed it and, you know put he put it to the poet king <laughs> um oh yeah shout out to brad mirman as well man because you know he's the one that that kind of put me up on game when You know, got me connected with with Los Angeles Deftones and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, another dope-ass photographer, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm saying is you see these cats and you know that some of them supposedly have this rep. I didn't see none of that. I didn't hear none of that. These guys were all approachable. Even the ladies were approachable and they were willing to
0: talk with me and take pictures with me. So that tells me, man, that, you know, they do for the love of Tamien the what they do. It, it, it gets very intimidating because when you see people on TV and all that, sometimes like I want to talk, but they feel like I always feel like maybe they're stuck up and all. And I was like, oh, man. But, man, just by hearing so many good stories from the live and die of L.A. and stuff, I saw so many good people. I know Tony A was doing a podcast inside the building and stuff like that for five hours, but I can't miss that next time because I know there's some people who reach out like, hey, I think you're going to come. I was like, I, I got to go. I got to go
1: yeah I mean you know if, if you didn't catch it man I gotta say it
0: sugar free was the was the the culminary part of the event did they have something after that like the next day on a Sunday like a little cruising like on that same street like they went partying I, I
1: I couldn't tell you if they did or not i the next day I was so beat that I knocked I literally slept all day the next day oh shit dude I we like for the for that week i I was scrambling because I had just I had just left the ex-wife, and I was going through all my shit that I was going through. Yeah, I was scrambling to get shit ready for the event. Oh, Wow! And dude, I was like last minute doing things, and I was like, I thought, I thought I was ready to, I was ready to quit, dude. I literally was. I wasn't. I was so overwhelmed with work. I was so overwhelmed with what's going on, you know, with my divorce, and I, I, I felt myself, dude. I just felt it, like man, like I, I was giving up. I was, I was giving up. I called Frankie, like you know, Frankie. Um, because I had went halfers with the homie old school um, Who sells, you know, the little creative art pieces Yeah And I was like, man, I I, I can't do this, man I, I'm too like, you, you, I went through some shit I, Long story short, bro, I was just fucking I was down in the fuck out And Frankie's like, you can't quit, man You cannot quit Like, he was willing to pull out of his own pocket Like, this is how dope the guy is, man That he was willing to pull out of his own pocket I don't know If he does that for everybody Or what it was But he he saw something in me Mm -hmm. And I appreciated that And I'm just like Man I appreciate that Like gracias You know No I'll do it man You know I I guess just hearing his words Made me think like Don't be stupid Don't fuck up this event Like you missed last year's Because of you know Family problems Mm -hmm. You're gonna do this again Because you're going through something Like everyone probably goes through it Here or there Mm -hmm. But I said to myself And then I got some encouraging words From a From From my new woman Like don't be stupid This is your opportunity This is you You got this mm. You've been working your ass off for this for years mm. So I kind of just I don't know I woke the fuck up And I was like You know what
0: Alright Alright <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> Commitment soldier Oh he wants to be on the live Ah, uh,
0: Okay bring, bring bring, him on Just for bring, a little bit little, for A little, little bit, little bit. We, got, we got We're doing a podcast right now We got the boy <laughs> Commitment soldier in the house He's gonna come on it's, it's, not, it's not even FEMA, it, it's not even FEMA Friday yet, it's FEMA <laughs> <theme> it Tuesday, <laughs> Taco Tuesday, if he jumps on, he jumps on, we'll see what's, up. We'll, give see what's him, up, we'll give him a second or two So
1: yeah, so you know, it was, it was, it was dope man, and, and again, when you ask the question, why do I do what I do, mm-hmm. I do it for the love of my arte, mm-hmm. that's the truth, you'll see my little hashtag, I created that hashtag I don't know where I saw it or how, who had it first or nothing, I, but I kind of, like, dominated on it. Mm-hmm. I took that hashtag and went with it. I fuck it. I even put it on some shirts. Mm-hmm. Hashtag creating arte, creating arte with my camera. Because
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's what I'm doing. I mean, you get people that'll capture. You get people that'll take those pictures and be like, all right, we could do this. But I love catching that moment, like you said, capturing the essence. And I hear a lot of photographers, man, you got to capture the soul of it. And it's true. I, I hear that. I hear that before. I, I, I... I I take what I know and I see it and I say, okay, so I'll wait. You'll catch me waiting. I'll, 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 and I've done little production shoots here and there. I've done a lot of production shoots for people, clothing line. You know, I do a lot for Victoria's Vida. Mm-hmm. Um, I was blessed yesterday. I got to meet, um, Espinosa leather. The, the guys that actually run the, the, the day-to-day operations mm-hmm. and who are on the Mayans, oh, wow. you know, uh, um, Show mm-hmm. they got knocked off right away for this season, but you know, these guys have been doing this for years and they, they actually have a contract to do the vest because that's that's what they do. They do, you know, motorcycle leathers and accessories mm-hmm. and they do a lot of clubs vest. Mm-hmm. So I got to take pictures of the shirts yesterday, man, and they reposted it and it's like, oh shit, all right, cool. That's awesome. So you know, when someone takes what I given them and they love it, like I mean I, if you saw the picture I took of Momo from Jar and the crew. Mm-hmm. I've always told her Let's take a picture Come on when I saw something in her I see something When I see something Or I feel it I tell them Let's do this Come on Let's go She's like No I don't like to take pictures And I know You know I've been frustrating her Like you know Let me take a picture of you. Let me take a picture of you I finally got the picture That she loved And She's just like Wow You know So When it comes down to it I, I enjoy it I enjoy taking the pictures I enjoy Pushing forward With my art When it mm-hmm. comes down to it yeah. So I have fun man Again I'm, I'm blessed And I get to meet the people mm-hmm. Thank Thankfully, you know, Jar and the crew allow me to, to show up behind the scenes all the time. Oh yeah. That's when I linked up with Melo Man Ace, And, I, you know, oh. dude, it's funny how you go from listening to these cats when you're growing up. And you're like, dude, like, these are stars. You know, these are people who are still banging to this day. And you get to meet them and you just, you do a little something for them. Man, I had a photo shoot for a sitting bull, um... City Bull Cigar Hut. I always get the name fucked up and I apologize. I heard, I
0: heard that I heard I heard dude, that before. Best fucking cigars. If you ever fucking want a cigar, get them a boy. What country they they make the cigars at?
1: He makes them. He rolls his own cigars. Ooh, okay. So I mean you you know, get get with them. Trust me, dude. You'll you'll fucking. I heard love some
0: it. I heard some cigars can really fuck you up. But they, they can but you know, he's got he's got
1: some mild ones. He's got some just relaxing ones, but he's got some ones that you know that'll really relax the hell out of you. And it's just full flavored cigars, man. And, um I had told Mellow Man Ace about this event that I was doing, and we shot it at seven uh, seven grand. Um, I was lucky to have somebody on the inside that hooked it up, so I got the opportunity to shoot inside the while before they opened, and I was gonna shoot, you know, a sitting bulls, um, stuff that he wanted. Mm-hmm. We had some like crazy ideas of like them looking like you know like old Al Capone prohibition style. Gotcha. Well, Mellow Man Ace shows up. Ooh. I wasn't expecting it. He shows up. As he shows up, he brings his wine because he wants me to shoot some stuff for his wine. I had some models, and he, threw, we threw it all in there. I mean, it, it was like a whole chaotic, just trying to get there on time, traffic in downtown LA, and, you know, I'm, I'm trying to run around, get everything I need ready, have the models already showing up. Every, such beautiful chaos, what I created, you know, with out of these pictures, so it was dope.
0: That's awesome.
1: So, I mean, you know, it, it, you're going to have your moments. You're going to have your moments where you're... You're frustrated. You're going to have your moments where you're like, dude, like I just want to give up. Like, I, Why am I doing this for? Like, Nothing's coming right. Nothing's going
0: right for me right now. Man, I feel the same you know? way when you just said that. Because there's times I just want to... I don't even want to do podcasts. Like, why am I fucking doing it for? But when you keep on doing it, and like how you say, your friend was pushing you, keep on doing, keep on doing. That's what a lot of people were telling me to do. Just keep on doing the podcast and look where I'm at. And sky's the limit. And I was like, you know, when you have people from the Harvey area from Wilmington, it's like, man, I'm just proud of you, Megan, man. You... You're making the harbor area proud. That to me gets me right there. It gets my heart, it's, and I just want to do whatever I can just to get my podcast and and bring bring good people like you and a lot of featured guests on the Mega Man Podcast for 2022.
1: I appreciate that. Again,
0: thank you, thank you for allowing me to
1: come on here. And and like I said, for me, the most of the most of the time, I I, I can't deny it. I love when when people tell me, "Yo, oh, bro, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do that." I mean, I just, the other day, I was messaging with M- Melomanes. Ace. You know, you, this is what I'm going back to was like, this is how dope it is, is that you meet these guys and they see something and like, dude, we're going to do this. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to shoot with him and I, I get to shoot with Dana Dane. If you know who, you know rap, you know hip hop, legendary Dana Dane. I mean, come on. Hell yeah. So I'm going to do their album cover for them. Oh, and shit. it's like, you know, I'm going to shoot these pictures. So, you know, I got to come with my motherfucking A game. Oh. So it's just dope in general that I get to do this. And and again, I'm I'm blessed, I'm thankful for all the opportunities. And and I'm always show my gratitude for it, man. I'm I'm always be reciprocal to it. I, like the way someone told me, was well, slick Vic, you know, he opened that door. He paved that way for me. I'm not going to shut the door on anybody behind me. Mm. I'm going to make sure that the door stays open for anybody that wants to roll with me. Just be the same way I am, reciprocal and 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 Give that love back. You got to. You know, I'm 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 more on a different level when it comes down to when we say rasa supporting rasa, this is what this means. Rasa supporting rasa. Yeah, we're gonna have hate.
0: Yeah, we're gonna be kind of upset. Um I th- were you there at the Chicano Hollywood Mixer for, for... I heard about it. I mean, I get tagged. I get people who DM me. Like, you got to come. He's like, always, People always ask me, man, how come you don't go to any events? It's just because of my work. And also, at the same time, I want to be invited, not just go just for, like, when not I got being you. invited. But it's just like something... That's just always been me.
1: Yeah, I was invited. Uh, I was invited by Doc TV. Um, you know, he, he, he called me up like, yo, King, you better fucking show up. I'm going to send you the invite. And I'm like... Bro like What do they want me for I'm not a fucking actor I'm not this Bro just show up bro You're, I think they shit. follow me
0: Chicano Hollywood Yeah Yeah
1: yeah yeah So and, and I'm like Okay cool So he sends me the link To the invite I, You know I put my name down and everything They sent me the tickets it was, it was a free event And I got to mingle and, and dude This is where I heard The most inspiring words ever Paul Rodriguez showed up Oh shit Melo was there as well I took some pictures Of Paul Rodriguez And Melo Paul Rodriguez went up there and talked about some things, kind of discussed in regards to where he's been at, you know, his, his career level, where he's at with just life in general. He had just come out of the hospital. Something was wrong with him. You know, he has got really sick. And he said it. He goes, you know, I have problems. He went on to the, the whole George Lopez, pedal, him and George have. Yeah, yeah. But he said, I'm still not going to be a dick and not congratulate him. Hey, you know, mm-hmm. he he does what I refuse to do? Cool. But I'm thankful that he's still doing it because there's not enough of us in Hollywood. There's not enough of us doing what we need to be doing in Hollywood. So Chicano Hollywood keeps pushing that Raza supporting Raza because it's true. If you stop and think about it, how many times do you see a, a, a Latino, Chicano, you know, Mexican show That doesn't get cut off the air right away The first or second season That's true I mean And I was looking at it And he kept saying these things And he just kept saying He goes Regardless of how much you hate that person You still congratulate them Because they're doing it
0: Because they're paving the way They're paving
1: the way They're they're fucking breaking down the doors That we need to be breaking down And I'm not going to hate on him for it My hatred for him is for other pedo So we can handle that other pedo But at the same time I'm going to be fucking thankful That he's kicking down those fucking doors That we need to kick down yeah. So I was like, all right, you know what? You're fucking right. So if I have pedo with somebody, I'll walk up to them and talk to them. I'll tell them what's going on. Yo, I'm hearing this, you know, this and that. You got a problem with me? Like, let's talk. Let's talk, bro. Or mm-hmm. Let's go old school. Let's walk down the fucking block just me and you. No one's going to look. The internet bangers. You know, fuck all that bullshit, you know, because don't, don't get it twisted. I've been... I'm, I ain't I ain't one of these fucking fools that grew up in the fucking <laughs> in the technology world, you know. Nah, nah, I grew o- up in the cayes. My my social media style. Oh, was,
0: I'm OG. Show
1: up to the motherfucking pad, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, What's cracking? What's up, homie? I
0: because rem- I'm more like that. If you have a problem, you go walk to their house like, hey, what's up? Knock on the door like, hey, what's up? You got a problem? with me? Let's talk oh, about see,
1: it. And then we go a f- step further. i be like, yo,
0: especially when there's a large crowd. Like, yo,
1: homie, let's go talk around the corner. Two things gonna happen. We're gonna go talk. Or you
0: or get we gonna, gonna
1: We're gonna get down, and I'm gonna tell you right now. If I fuck him up or he fucks me up, either way I'm putting my hand out.
0: That's yep.
1: That's the old school way. I was yeah. taught that way. I was taught from the streets, you know. They, they wasn't none of this
0: fucking blah 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 blah. No. Toma cabrón. us have some chingazos now. Like, nowadays well, now, these days, now these days people can't fight, that's why so they bring guns. Oh
1: no, that's not that's not the only thing. Motherfuckers look quick to fucking rata out somebody real quick. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's it's a it's a give and take, man. And you know, I'm gonna turn forty seven this year. You think I care about fortune or fame? I don't. Me either. I'm enjoying this. I'm loving it. So money comes and goes. I know this for a fact. I've had Fede. I have Fede in my pocket right now. It doesn't mean that I'm fucking, that I'm going to fucking worry about it. Mm-hmm. I've always, I've always lived my life. I came from nothing. So you can't tell me anything that I haven't already gone through. Mm-hmm. Man, I was poorer than a motherfucker. My grandma got food stamp. I was raised by my grandma on top of that. Grandma and grandpa. We didn't have a mom and dad growing up. You know what I mean? My jefito was locked up My my jefito died in prison My mama was a heroin user So you can't tell me nothing That's not gonna fucking Gonna hurt me or affect me Nah, bro Like, see? I'm still that old motherfucker That you fuck with Even But my family Guess what? You're gonna gonna see me Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you I'm a grandfather now Oh,
0: congrats You know?
1: I got my little papas (laughs) Anybody fuck with my daughters Or my papas I guarantee you I will happily sit in a motherfucking jail cell, not worried about shit because I'm going to get packages fucking every fucking month. Not giving a fuck. How many know? papas you got? Just just one. Just one grandson. Uh. Thank God. Thank God. Just so far, you know, my daughter's talking about she want more. I don't know. You know, but... <laughs> I
0: was like, man, I got I to gotta make, <laughs> make more money. Because you know how grandkids are like, I
1: got to this, this, and this. Dude, I... I, I so, you know, it, it, it breaks down to a lot of things. So... Again, I'm not this fool That's going to be talking shit I'm not this fool That's going to snap at anybody I'm still Non-violent person I've learned that some battles You just do not fight Mm -hmm. Some battles aren't worth the fight But you give props To where props do Yes For the people that have Opened those doors for me For the people that have Allowed me and trusted in Mm -hmm. me To create something That's going to bring their vision Or their thought process Out to life The way I've been doing Mm -hmm. I'm grateful yeah man. You know, man, I'm I'm grateful I've worked with uh, official makeup gangster. I've worked with um, Ashley Alvarez. I've worked I just worked with Jay Francis, um, you know, seven one one four queen, uh, Amy Marie Official. I've shot a lot of models. A lot of dope ass models, you know. And Lola Capone, you know, things like that. She's huge published Have you ever have you done photography for Tanya Estrada? Not yet, Oof. not yet, not yet, not yet. But see, that's the thing is there's there's more levels to this. And it's not about how many women you shoot, how many men you shoot. I just love to be able to create. And if they, they see my style, when people look at my work, all they see is the Instagram. But click on the little link that takes you to my website. I've seen it. And you'll see the pictures that I've actually exactly. shot throughout the, you know, throughout the years. And and a lot of people think that this, this Instagram is the fame. Yeah, for some people. Some people get clicked in and boom, they you know they're big. TikTok and blah, blah, blah. You know, I get it. You know, all those influencers getting free stuff, this and that. What what comes with it, though? There's a price to be paid, right? There's really a price to be paid. You got to make yourself look like a fool every now and then. And don't get me wrong. I, I love, you know, good old joking every now and then. I'll make myself look like a fool. I've, I try to do the little dance moves and this and that.
0: Yeah, we see Slick Vic do a Turk upside down. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> I was like, how did that guy do that move? <laughs> but, but
1: you know, for the for the end of the day, it's it's fun, and and I I am willing to open up my experiences to new levels. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get the shots. You'll catch me stopping traffic. Most people realize that shit. Sometimes we can stop traffic right now, and we'll take some shots. And you'll be like, damn, fucking Renee, that's fucking, sh-. you know, it's fire. And most people will be like, you crazy, fool. On fucking rush hour traffic down Whittier Boulevard on the freeway. I stopped on the freeway before. I don't give a shit. <laughs> that truck works for, you know, two things. Either fucking somebody up when they fucking don't want to move out of the way. Or stopping some fucking traffic because it's bright and red. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's fun. And, and um, again, I'm thankful to everyone that's let me take some kind of fucking snapshot of them. Whether it be the ugliest edit or the, the most dopest edit ever, I'm grateful. And I'm blessed. I, you know? I can't
0: relate because like being in a broken home being poor like, you know, I was homeless living on the streets I mean there and I want to tell you something Renee The reason why I do these podcasts is to kind of reflect and remind myself like never give up Me and my kids used to live in that bathroom right there on the other side We used to live in there up to, over there by on top of the signal hill We used to live in the bathroom. We'd had nowhere else to go because you know, we they had no family so these are one of the reasons why I like to do the podcast in certain areas to remind myself this is where I was and look where I'm at now, and it reminds myself, and that's why I always like never give up, never give up and stuff. And I and I admire and I like the stuff that you do and stuff. And uh, it what what made you just get that hunger and be like being through going through all these obstacles in your life to the point that's it. Everything stops now, and this is—I'm gonna end this cycle to start a new cycle and start a new thing where it's like, you know what? This—this is what I'm gonna do from now on. You know,
1: I'm—I'm gonna tell you what I tell a lot of people. Some people still can't get it. Prior to me coming home in 2003, I worked for the LA County Coroner's Office.
0: Okay. Oh wow.
1: I worked. uh, My actual career path was to become a pathologist. I have a doctorate in pathology. I have three BAs in abnormal psychology, criminal abnormal psychology, and child abnormal psychology. I was on a path that I thought was the right path. I realized when my youngest daughter got type 1 diabetes, childhood type 1 diabetes. Oh, shit. Trying to tell a little four-year-old that you can't have this, you can't have that. It's not life. So it kind of fucked me up. And then at the time, in 2003, when I came home, my last tour of duty, I caught her and my ex-wife in bed with another man. Mm-hmm. I was fucked up. I was fucked up in the head. There, there was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're coming off wounded combat vet. You're coming home to catching that. You're coming home to, to sick daughter.
0: It's almost like that movie, Jarhead. Kind of in a way The deer movie Something like that Yeah something Kind like of that. like yeah
1: Yeah um, And I don't know how you would Call it or say it But I thought about Life And I thought I gave up I had given up I'm not gonna deny it mm-hmm. At that point I lost my way And I Was on a path Of just straight destruction mm-hmm. Being morbid um, I was fucking Cocaine the fuck out Half the fucking time no fucking joke And You know I don't know what it was man I just Didn't want to see a way And I Fucked up a lot A lot of my life Because of that And When it came down to really Trying to find what I was good at mm-hmm. Like I said When COVID Hit And I was like yeah, I'm gonna do this Social but I'm gonna throw it out there On social media more And mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. And I did and people were liking it. I was getting these people to let me take pictures of them, man. I got to shoot with Long Beach Lloyd, you know, and uh, oh, Lumina, on Ro- the podcast. Lumina Rosa and stuff like that. So, you know, I got to do these shoots and, and it started realizing, I started realizing, like, damn, do I have something? Mm-hmm. Am I good at this? Like, to do this as a profession? Like, you know, <laughs> where, where people are models or models are wanting me to come and do this stuff. And of course, along the way, I, got, I met some shady people. People that burnt me, people that fucked me in the, you know, with trying to burn my name and this and that, that I was a bad photographer. Dude, I heard that I was fucking, I was cheating on my wife and I was doing this and I was doing that. And I am just like, the whole time I'm like, okay, well, I wasn't, you know, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. Okay, whatever. But then I thought about it. I've always been the person that lives by that rule. Fuck what they think. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I don't give a shit about what anybody thinks. Mm -hmm. Whether they like my style of art or not, Mm -hmm. I don't. But I thought about this, you know, I'm just like, you know, I'm too busy trying to please people. Man, nah, ni madre. I can do this. I can do this the right way. Okay. So I started, you know, getting better at what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I started capturing stuff that I don't think some people were like chipping out on. I still say it to this day. People were like, whoa, look at that shot. Dude, that shot is dope. And, you know, and I seen people copy my shots. I seen people try to copy the angles and, you know, they don't get it as much as, as great as I do. <laughs> but more power to them. If they want me to show them how to do it I'll show them. I'll, give them I'll give them the knowledge Dude You'll catch me laying on the fucking floor You'll catch me hanging up the fucking rooftop If that's going to give me the shot Trust me I'm going to do it Damn. So you know When when It's all said and done At the end of the day This is my overall goal I, I, I think I've already talked about this I forgot who it was Or what podcast it was I don't want fortune or fame I want to be able to leave something I want to be able to for my grandson to say That was my his That was my Olito. My daughter to say That was my dad That's deep You know Most people have this They want to be like We're on TV We're this or We're that No Nothing And this goes For all the people For my For my three followers <laughs> <laughs> I want I want my own white room You know those gallery Yeah Those little white rooms Where yep. people And you yep. put your little name On the glass That's all I want bro I want that I want to be able to, I want someone to tell me, Renee, we're going to fund you to have a white room. That's all I want.
0: Like like you can have your pictures and, and, just, your, and your art over there just, the Latin art museum in Long Beach.
1: Just me, just me. And, and yeah, once I do that, I know that's going to go from there to there where people are going to remember my name. Mm-hmm. Maybe make a book or I don't know, I don't know how this works, you know, that. If you want to call it fame, then okay, fuck it. Maybe I do care about fame, but I want to just be able to re- leave my name stuck in people's mouths where I've always said it in my poems, you know, if I made that person smile, then I made them see my life, or I made them see life. So it's true. You know, we can go back and forth on what people want or don't want. I just want to be able to make something with my name and, and that, that Rene Jose Rodriguez Jr. lives beyond once I'm gone, um, you know? And, and it brings that proudness to my, to my kids and my grandkid. That's all, I mean, and that's being humble, mm-hmm. That's where my hunger comes from. I stay hungry. Because the moment you feel like you're full, that's when you give up. That's when you start thinking like you're too big for too you're too big for TV or you're too big for this. You're too big.
0: Nah. Chale, I like I, to I like to um like what you're saying, to leave a legacy and you know, people like oh do it for fame. I'm doing it something where in both my side of the families, no one came out good, and I want to leave something where when you and I were not here on earth, like your grandkids or my grandkids, and they look back and all the people in the world be like, "Man, I remember Renee, remember that photographer, remember Mega Man," and they're gonna be remembered like, "Hey, do it this way, like how Renee did, do it this way, how Mega Man did," and that and, and that legacy will live on for generations and generations. So, what you're doing and what I'm doing, getting out there, doing podcasts, photography, just whatever you can do. To, to do whatever you can, to get your name out there to everyone to remember, it's a grind.
1: Yeah, it is, you know, it, it's, a, it's a daily effort. It's it's a constant 24-7 effort because I, I, think I, I think I went on live the other day and I said it, right? I was editing, mm-hmm. I think it was a Sunday I was editing. You know, people don't realize how much photographers really gotta go through. Oh yeah. You know, if, if, if this technology thing doesn't work out, Mm-hmm. Stop and realize this shit One of my fucking computers Goes ape for ape shit Or my camera Fucks up And my, I lose all the pictures on the, on the stick
0: That's crazy You're gonna
1: You're fucked I mean literally You're fucked You know I, What I do is I have my, my my iPad I bought the iPad For this reason I download pictures so See the pictures Right then and there While I'm taking pictures But I do it as a backup As well I won't get the very High resolution I want But At least I got the record In case something goes wrong Yeah Dude I dropped my camera The other day I dropped a fifty-nine dollars camera Alright? I fucked up one of my lenses. The lens is like $1,300. Shit! I, I dropped it because I was trying to take pictures of, of, of a girl in a quinceañera dress. And I went to to grab her dress, had my camera in one hand, I had the strap like a dumbass, and then put it over my shoulder. And I stepped on the other part of her dress and I thought I was going to rip her dress, so I kind of moved. But when I startled myself, boom, there goes my camera. And dude, it's like, oh. photographers... They work their asses off for some of the stuff they have. So when you see a photographer lugging all this shit, some of these cameras aren't cheap, dude. Some of these cameras go anywhere from $5,000 to $10,000. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, I, you yeah. Know, you people think that it's like, come on, I want my pictures. Come on. Hurry up. You know, it shouldn't take you that long. You mm-hmm. know what? Then you should have taken the pictures then. goddammit. it. You know, but at the same time, it's like, it's true. We have the hardest time to get the picture we want out of a thousand pictures. You take Maybe about five to ten are really fucking the dopest ones you want to use. And that's us criticizing us ourselves. You'll see thousand pictures and like, oh, those are dope. But you don't see what I'm seeing. I'm seeing looking for the, the right moment. To make sure that the edge is right. You know, make sure the sun's in the right spot. The shadows are in the right areas. Yeah. You know, if you really look at everybody's pictures, compare everybody's pictures. Not everybody's pictures going to be the same. Mm-hmm. I was at an event, um, Slick Vic and Influence uh, Eras. through Willie. Oh, Willie, Yeah. Um, at Underneath the bridge The St. Thomas Bridge Oh, in uh, San Pedro? San Pedro I know what you're on, about. on New Year's Day Um, There was 15 photographers Just one car popped up, three wheel The model got right there Everybody was taking shots Out of all those 15 photographers They might have all got the same shot But each shot was different angle Each shot was different To what they saw I waited for them to kind of finish and I said, you guys all done? They're like, yeah. I went and I laid down right on the fucking floor in front of all of them. And they were all chipping out on me because I'm laying down, stomach first to get the shot that I wanted. And I wanted that three wheel prop where you could see the bridge and just capture all the other cars. Wow. So I shot it fish and I did that. When I did that, it was like chipping out on me like, this motherfucker just came and laid in front of us and took pictures. That's what I do. And I'm not knocking them. I just, I saw something I saw and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get it from here this angle and you know i'll show you the picture um okay we can share the pictures on here i think right i don't know mm. how this works we are gonna go here mm, Go to camera roll uh
0: hold on showing the pictures right now showing the pictures
1: right here everybody mm, nope not that one hold on so you see
0: i got a lot of hell languages. yeah <laughs> Uh, I gotta do that. I gotta try to
1: do that. Um, well, I, I did this because I had to separate pictures,
0: man. It's like... Yeah, you that's chip, a lot.
1: You would chip out on sometimes how many pictures you actually have. Here you go. That's the shot.
0: Oh, yep. Oh, yeah.
1: So I captured that shot.
0: That's beautiful. You
1: know, and it was like, okay, that's the shot I wanted.
0: That's beautiful.
1: And, and you know, it was... um, It was one of those things where it was like, this is what I was trying to do. This is how what I wanted And... That's all I do is I keep doing this. I just keep trying to reinvent the wheel when it comes to photography. I, I take whatever people have done and maybe do it a couple step notches higher just to blow it out more because I don't want them to say, well, he just copied my style. Or, I've heard people tell me, like, oh, he's just copying me or he's copying this or he's copying that. And at the same time, I'm thinking in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe I am. But we all copy each other. What's the problem? No one, no one here in this scene is not doing the same thing over and over. Like, come on, really?
0: Yeah.
1: Like, and you know, I've heard people get upset. Like, why is he doing this? Or, why is he doing that, dude? I can go to the magazine and see see that same shot you just did. So, come on.
0: You, you just have your own style. I my own it. style.
1: How I'm gonna shoot it, man? You know, so maybe I'll shoot a fisheye when you would want to shoot a fisheye. Maybe I'll shoot it, you know, a portrait lens instead of you know full body it full body lens. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. it all depends, man. It, and again, I'm yeah. not knocking anybody. I. I I see everybody's work I think everybody's work is
0: dope I always say everybody's A dope ass photographer mm-hmm.
1: That's me giving them props And that's me being serious That they're dope ass
0: photographers mm-hmm. I want to do something with you I wa- I, we'll, talk, we'll talk after the podcast But I want to do a collab with you Because I want to do some pictures, a photography review, like some up, 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 like updated ones and stuff. And I want to do like a lot of uh, like a lot of the Wilmington, California, and Long Beach, and everything. And but with these pictures in these certain areas, it, it it reminds me of something. Something happened where it changed me. It changed this. It changed that. It made me to be the man who I am today. So we'll, I want to look into that. So switching gears, is uh, uh, pretty much. I, how was it like? living those lives because i was talking to slick Vic, and we were talking about uh this was hilarious we were talking about when i when i uh someone said like hey we when i screenshot with me you slick Vic, and rizzo and that four four way yeah yeah yeah. and uh and and someone put hey mega man why did you put that music god of uh uh electric orchestra that phone call (laughs) And someone reminded me, hey, Megan, man, remember those times of those, uh, those phone calls, those hotlines, those uh, party lines." The party lines. And I was telling Slick Vic, I like, oh, I remember those days and stuff. So I'll tell you a story. I think I told Slick Vic in, in the, the message. There was a party line back in the day, and we were visiting Wilmington, California, and I was living in NorCal. And we are looking for some girls to go out, hook up with, or have party. And we met some girls from Whittier. And the girl said to us, Hey, where you bought those from? Where you bought those from? <laughs> it's like, Oh, we're from the Harbor area. It's like, All right, all right, cool, cool. It's like, What's up? We're chopping it up. And the other girl's like, Hey, what city in the Harbor area are you from? And it's like, Oh, we're from Wilmington, California. Oh, you guys are some poor ass vatos, dude. I was like, Huh? I never got that. I was like, Why would you say that? Because just like, you guys can't afford shit and everything. And I was like, why would you say that? Because I was like, every time you would meet people, they always talk, they always bash on Wilmington. I just don't get in those party line girls.
1: My my jefita lived in Wilmington. Uh-huh. Um, I got primos over from Eastside Wilmas. uh Shout out to Sporty, little Sporty. Uh-huh. You know, all the, all the cats from High Street, you know, Rick Where? and Hefty you and know, all them. Were they from Ghost Town, like around that area? Uh, no, my jefita lived up there on Allen uh, Ravina. Oh, gotcha. And then uh. Well, the homie Rick and all them—they all live right there, you know, by High Street. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just the way people thought, you know, the conceptualization of when they know the the city. Yeah. So these chicks from Whittier, because everyone that from from Whittier—let's get this right. Anybody from Whittier on the on the live right now, y'all can y'all can tell me this is true or not. They thought they were the shit. Yep. If you wasn't from Boyle Heights, East L.A., you know, downtown L.A. The, the west side west LA area what about Southgate
0: Southgate where the girls are more prettier mm. oh, okay never mind. <laughs> that, that's an urban legend <laughs> <laughs> not all the high notes
1: are pretty out there oh my god okay. but, but at the end of the day what it was is everyone had these zones so you know what it was is the vatos from the harbor area more mainly stayed in the harbor yes they never came out From the harbor area And if they did They came out looking like what? Like straight just Grimy, gritty Get them is what they were I mean that's the truth Mm -hmm. Because that's what it was back then And they lived that code They lived that 100% code You know you wouldn't catch the homie Not out of of pocket You wouldn't catch the homies Not wearing their fucking Ben Davis Or their fucking 501s All creased out You know with the fucking tennis shoes Or whichever ones they had at the time Mm -hmm. And they always had the jerseys on Or you know the white t-shirts that's what it was So At the end of the day the hinted from like On this side of town Over here You know They just had that upscale style You know Because they knew You couldn't get into clubs like that Nope You couldn't get Especially like you know Like Ibiza's or um,
0: <laughs> Oh my god Let's talk
1: about Fucking all these clubs that, You know popped up Back in the days You couldn't get into clubs If you had some baggy ass clothing Nope So that's why these chicks From Winter probably said that You know what I mean Because that's, that's what it was so that, you know, if you didn't know dress codes when you went to spots, thinking you can walk in with some fucking big old five hundred ones, that they look like me and you both can fit in these motherfuckers. Come on, you know that kind of look ridiculous. Um, now that you're older, you be really like, goddamn fool, I just like that too. Like you know, don't get me wrong. You know, I, I played that part too. You know, you catch right. me with big old fucking five, five hundred ones, just fucking folded over the fucking creases were more. through the creases were sharper than my fucking knife and shit. You know what I mean? I used
0: to wear t and <laughs> big ass baggy pants. I used to wear freaking forty-eight, fucking thirty forty. So, 30's. so you
1: know it. it it's a trip. Again, you know, it boils down to just, I've learned, I've learned the one thing, man, humbleness. I've learned how to stay humble. I'm old school, so you can't tell me anything about what people have gone through. You can't tell me what people have not gone through. I mean, come on, I live that life. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a Project Hood rat. You can't tell me that.
0: Mm-hmm. So at the end
1: of the day, it's like, it's, it's, it's a blessing to still be alive, to be honest with you. And all the shit I've gone through in my life. Mm-hmm. And now all I'm doing is just creating something that's gonna really stand the fuck out. Hell yeah! So you know I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun. So that's what I'm doing. That um, yeah, dude, I get, I got blessed today. Look, I get to come, I get to come and be on the Mega Man podcast. <laughs> I mean, shit, you know, people. I'll probably trip out, like, why the fuck did he have that fool on there? Well, I don't shit, because care we, what people think. Because we mesh like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. We, we, make, we make one hell of a fucking good time every time hell we go yeah. on live. So what's the problem? Stop fucking you know talking what I mean? about, So that's man. what it is. And, it's all love. And and that's what it is for me. Is, is I enjoy, I really enjoy doing what I'm doing. Man. And if anybody knows me, I have a huge fucking heart. I wear my heart on my sleeve sometimes.
0: I just feel like for we're almost at that time. We have to do a part two. We, we got to bring Slick Vic, I guess. You know, I'm going <laughs> to tell you right now what's going to
1: happen. If we bring Vic If we bring anyone else Number one I take Vic everywhere I go Because the man has yeah. Has done it for me And that's why That's why I was like You want to bring Vic that day? Yeah You know But at the <laughs> end of the day Slick Vic on a podcast with me I mean I don't know if you caught the the, the um, Oh yeah The Groove Shack radio podcast I took him with me Was because I didn't I don't know I still don't know this I don't know what. Dude, I'm, I'm gonna get scared as fuck i i froze i don't know if you listen to the podcast uh-uh. i literally did freeze before i could i do i froze on J and the crew what? i was like what the fuck I was stuck like uh, you didn't do uh, that with me well i'm a little bit i'm a little bit more receptive now i guess <laughs> i don't know I, I think i right. i got the i got the two podcasts under my belt my third one no my fourth one um so it's like okay okay now now i'm realizing
0: it's like with this one, you're more comfortable, more at ease. I guess like Maybe for the park. That's
1: probably what it is. It's the
0: park. <laughs> yeah, it's all the kids playing and stuff. It's the energy and stuff. I guess in a way, when you when you know people on social media and do a live a lot, and you come and jump on and everything, that's just how it is. You know. Yeah.
1: So I mean, you know, the thing, like I said, it's 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 love it's it's, it's I'm, I'm having fun man and you're gonna keep seeing me i got big things a lot bigger things coming up for 2022 no huh? this this year has barely started for me and we, we, we already, look at where we're already at i'm already knocking shit out the park left and right boom and so just keep 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 watching keep hating from the sidelines for those that want to hate
0: <laughs> and you know hey
1: i love haters I, I love my haters you know what
0: i did this year i i unblocked all my haters so i want to know what we're doing
1: I still kept a couple of them blocked just because some of them just talking out the ass and nah. people that don't even live in LA. That's the, that's the thing. They don't live in California. They're talking shit from fucking. Uh,
0: you know what I noticed? American Tolo said. You know what? We're the trendsetters. You know why? Because the whole country, all different states, are watching what we do. Exactly. We're the trendsetters. Exactly. So you know, it, it's again.
1: I'm I'm not gonna say that I'm this fucking this dope ass photographer. I'm not gonna say I'm this fucking one of a kind photographer. No, I'm Renee. I'm the poet king i will bring stuff to life you trust me to do what i what i, I want to do guarantee you're going to get what you want hell yeah that's all i'm going to say and, and i enjoy it I, i'm blessed i'm thankful to everybody that's that giving me an opportunity to work with them work besides them work behind them in front of them whatever it is mm-hmm. and you know I, i'm 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 working my way up up to where i need to work up you know what I, I know i got a lot, i got a lot to prove that's i have a know? lot to prove with a lot of people and I, i'm not saying that i had to prove anything uh-huh but I'm going to do it because I enjoy it. I enjoy having people miss, um, misunderstand, just to misguide, you know, whatever you want to call it. Just in general, I, I love being that, that person that, that takes people thinking that he can't pull something off. To
0: pull it off oh yeah you know well i just want to say it was it was an honor to have you on my podcast we got to do a part two gracias, gracias. like i said we got to bring Crybaby on <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna mention rizzo the hood, the hood drunk on we saw that we saw that story at santa but uh where can everyone follow you at
1: uh you guys can follow me at uh official poet king underscore photography on instagram that's pretty much the only social media i have I have a Twitter, but now that Elon Musk has it, I don't know if I want to keep it or not. Keep it. Keep it. It's, it's gonna... gonna be a
0: good thing. Okay. It's gonna be. it' uh. It's gonna be freedom of speech now.
1: I don't Back. know. You know what? I I, I don't know what my no, hold on. I'll give you. I'll give you the, the logistics of what that one is real quick. I, well, I have my TikTok. I barely started TikTok. I get it. I wanna be. I wanna be TikTok famous like the the couple of years. Watch the Sokina and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dude. love. I love them. I think they're dope. <laughs> hey, if you guys are listening, yo, let me do a fucking photo shoot for you guys. You know what I'm saying?
0: That's what's
1: up. Um. What's my... Oh, here it is. Just uh, Little Goofy Jr. Uh-huh. Um, it, at Little Goofy Jr. is my uh, Twitter. My tweeter. Uh, someone told me not to have Twitter, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, just have it, cause I, just in case.
1: And then, uh, Official Poet King, capital letter LA, is my my TikTok. Hell
0: yeah. And do you have any shout-outs?
1: Oh, man. Shout-out to everyone that has opened the doors for me. Slick Vic, 714 Queen, Makeup Gangster, all the models I shot, I have, so many of them i appreciate y'all thank yeah. you very much um and everybody i mean you know to live and die in la frankie De- deftones uh pinchy joel shooter rick uh who else shit fuck all the people i mean hey thank you very much everybody man shit esteban oriel they, come on let's do a documentary about me let's do this
0: that's <laughs> that, that's what's up. well renee thank you for coming on the mega man's podcast please rate review on apple podcast some stars on spotify you can find me on Twitter, Elon Musk, Freedom, Freedom of Speech Forever, uh, The Mega Man's Podcast on Twitter. Uh, follow me on Instagram, at The Mega Man's Podcast. More good people to come. Once again, Renee, thank you for coming on The Mega Man's All Podcast. It, man. Thank you for having me. All right, we're out. Later. Woo! Gracias to everybody.